This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities taking a look at cattle for Wednesday, February 22nd. Well, we've got the cattle markets continuing to push higher. Of course, the front month Febs, which are going to expire here in about a week, they're just soaring higher, kind of on a an acceleration part of this rally, which if it were a back month doing that, I would be looking at this kind of being a culmination of this uptrend. Usually when you see the markets accelerate, get wider trading ranges, and just kind of go straight up, that's pretty much the end of a move. But we don't see that happening in the back months. So this is just the Feb contract kind of uh, getting in line with where the cash trade has been, which has been on a pretty strong trajectory and apparently expects that you'll see a stronger cash market this week because the Febs are trading around 164 to 165, cash trades around 161. So it I think the market fully expects you'll see a stronger cash trade. And that's understandable considering the major storm coming across the Central Plains and the, the north into the Midwest. Obviously, you're going to slow down a lot of cattle movement out of the feedlots. It's going to slow down weight gains. It's going to put a lot of stress on cattle in there. So we're, we're looking at uh, the likelihood of backing up quite a few cattle. So in the short term, you know, if a packer wants a demand delivery, they just go to the board and that puts um, feedlots in a pretty big bind. If they're short cattle, they're going to have to find a way to, del to deliver. And uh, that gets pretty tricky. So we got an interesting culmination of a, a contract expiring along with a major weather storm that is creating some uh, quite a bit of volatility in the market. In the back months, uh, they're tagging along, but not near the kind of energy. We did push into a new contract high on the Aprils and the Junes. Uh, the Junes closed in a new high, barely. Uh, April's not quite a new high, so it's it's tagging along to the upside, but we, we don't see any kind of blow-off type of action in those deferred months. So I still think that those months have more to go. You know, we're, we're getting into late February, but we're still, I think, a good month away before we would expect that a seasonal high would be in place. So I think there's more to go. It's uh, probably going to take a fair amount of work, but what we want to look for is the kind of chart formation that February is giving us. You want to see an acceleration and kind of a blow-off top type of price action. Then we can have quite a bit of confidence that we're forming a top, but at this point we're just not seeing that yet. In feeders, we are looking at a market that's just uh, sideways. It's not flat. There is a fair amount of trading range in the market, but it is definitely sideways. We're at the top end of this rally from mid-January to early Feb, where we put in a double top, then had the reversal off of that, and the market's basically been sideways since. So I don't think you're going to see a lot more downside to the feeders. It seems to me that we're forming kind of a, a launching pad, if you will, and that once we break to the upside, if and when that happens, we take out that double top, that becomes our measuring point from the mid-jan low to where that double top is. You just project that on up. That becomes our target for the feeder cattle for this next rally, which I think will peak likely in early May, which is a normal seasonal pattern for feeders. Much of that depends on getting some rain in the western plains, which are not in the forecast yet, at least not for Texas, west Texas, and west Oklahoma. The 6 to 10 day does suggest you're going to see some above normal precip coming in across the whole state of Kansas and then on north it's in a much better situation anyway. So I do think 
that as it warms up and greens up, that demand for calves is going to be pretty strong. I think your producers are going to feel more confident about retaining heifers and about looking for calves to put on grass. I think there's going to be very good grazing conditions from the northern half of Kansas pretty much on north into the northern plains and certainly into the Midwest. Uh, it just looks so much better than it did a year ago. So I think demand for calves will be strong. If it starts raining and greens up in West Texas, then I think you just light a fire under this market. So there's a lot of potential for feeders over these next couple months. So I think that uh, we want to be prepared for that kind of price action. In the cash trade, we haven't seen anything develop yet on the Fed market, but at box beef, we continue to really push higher. And again, I'm sure a lot of this is just on the expectation to see a sudden drop in slaughter rates because of the storm and retailers scrambling to get some product around them. But choice was up 431 at 287, select up 279 at 271, the spread gained $1.52, we're sitting at 1636, movement was 114 loads. So for choice, we've been up 11 days in a row for a gain of $22. That's a bump of 8%. On select, we've been up 10 of those 11 days, up $19, also up 8%. In the slaughter rate, uh, not seeing the slowdown just yet, 127,000 head yesterday, which is a little bit above the norm. So far this week, we're at 232,000. That compares to the week prior at 251 and uh, last year at 235, so we're just slightly behind where we were a year ago. The feeder cattle index was down 42 cents. We're sitting at 182.21. So again, I think um, the storm is creating some havoc. It's going to slow down some things here. I think it's going to you know, continue to support box beef values. That will probably you know, bump up cash trade as uh, packers scramble to get some numbers around them. But um, for the feedlot perspective, this is going to be, you know, a problem for them because it's, it's going to back up cattle. It's going to cost them a lot more to keep the weight on when they're cold and stressed. Uh, so they're going to be anxious, I think, to, to get these cattle moving once the storm is behind them. But still, it's going to back them up a bit, probably bunch them up, and that kind of puts them in a bit of a corner, kind of lose some leverage. But then again, I look at the Packers, and they're going to want to be getting some numbers uh, moving in as well. So it's, I think usually when you see storms like this, it tends to back up cattle. It tends to be a little, you know, positive in the very short term. Then two, three weeks later, the market struggles as we try to work our way through the the numbers and, you know, the, the bunched up cattle. And that puts us right in the middle of where that window would be expecting to see a seasonal high. So we'll see how this all plays out. But the bottom line is domestic demand is strong, export demand is strong. Uh, we're running into tighter numbers anyway. The seasonal is moving up. The trend is clearly up. So I think you'll probably see maybe some stalling of the upward momentum as we work through the bunch numbers. But by and large, I would expect the seasonal to, to uh, hold together pretty well. So we're still targeting. Normally, it's right around the middle of March when those seasonals come in. But I, I think it's going to push back a little bit later simply because of the upward momentum, the strong market that we're in probably will stretch that seasonal to late March and most likely into early April. If you have any questions, feel free to call at 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.